Welcome to Midweek Moments, hosted by the Salvation Army of Stanton, Virginia. Thank you for joining us. Hi, I'm Dave McMillan from the Stanton, Virginia Corps of the Salvation Army, and I'm glad to have a few minutes with you today. I want to take you to the first part of the book of Acts. Uh, This is at a time when uh, Jesus had been crucified uh, not too long before, and the religious leaders of the day likely thought that the problem that they perceived came with Jesus had gone away as a result of his death. His followers, though, were making it clear that that was not the case, and the church was beginning to grow. And we read in Acts 4 that The religious leaders had uh, Peter and John in for a talk and uh, sent sent them away with threats and a stop talking about Jesus message. Uh, That repeats itself in Acts 5 when Peter and other apostles again go in to speak to the religious leaders, who this time flogged them before letting them go uh, with a stop talking about Jesus message. And in fact, it says in Acts 5.33 that the leaders actually wanted the apostles put to death but we're convinced to not follow through with that. And so if you think back uh, to Jesus' crucifixion, we know that in those times, the religious leaders did not have the legal authority to put anybody to death. That's why the Romans had to get involved. So now in Acts 5, their frustration has mounted to the point that regardless of what the laws were that were in place, they were actually considering uh, taking action themselves. But in this case, we're uh, talked out of that. In Acts 6 is when Stephen is introduced, and uh, he's first uh, brought to our attention as a member of the first church committee. Uh, He and six others were assigned to make sure that a certain group of widows got the food that they needed. But he's described as someone who performs signs and wonders. Uh, He's very bright. Uh, Synagogue leaders debated him and lost. It says in Acts 6.10 that they could not stand up to the wisdom the Spirit gave him as he spoke. And so he became viewed as a threat, and he is brought before the religious leaders, along with several witnesses, putting that in quotes, who are offering false testimony against him. And so in Acts 7, Stephen is given the opportunity to defend himself, and he doesn't hold back. He tells the religious leaders what they think, and ultimately holds them responsible for Jesus' death. And so the religious leaders' response at this point is to become a murderous mob. They've gone beyond the warnings, they've gone beyond the threats, they've gone beyond the uh, floggings, and actually have taken matters into their own hands. They don't uh, send uh, Stephen to the Romans and have Romans, uh, uh, the, the Romans put him to death in uh, through legal means. They just do it themselves. They become their mob and they kill Stephen. And so now, if you're a Christian at that time, the tables have turned a little bit. Now we know that the religious leaders are not going to stop at anything uh, to uh, to try to uh, take away from the gospel message and the influence that Christ is continuing to have through his followers, and they're in danger. And Saul, uh, who is soon to become the Apostle Paul, was present at Stephen's execution, and he starts his persecution himself soon after that. And, uh, and the Christians who are there uh, just start to leave town, go back to where they came from, disperse, let's get out of Dodge, let's get out of this place where we're in danger. And this is the part that I love, though, in Acts 8.4. It says, those who had been scattered preached the word wherever they went. So they didn't just leave. 
they took the gospel with them and they continued to preach wherever it was that was home for them. And so as I was reading that, there's three takeaways that I took that I want to share with you as well. First of all, God can make good come out of a bad situation. There's a lot of examples in this uh, throughout scripture, uh, but I want to talk first of all about the uh, example in Genesis chapter 50 with Joseph. And if you'll recall, Joseph was sold by his brothers into slavery, and but eventually was in a position to help when that part of the world underwent a famine. And so in Genesis 50 verse 20, as he's talking with his brothers, he says that you intended to harm me, but God intended it for good to accomplish what is now being done. And so taking that into the story of Stephen, his martyrdom accelerated the growth of Christianity in the first century modern world. Certainly terrible circumstances that led to his being stoning, but as a result of that and the dispersal of the Christians who were now in danger and just needed to leave town, um, that accelerated the growth of the church because they were able to cast a wider net collectively because they could take the story of Christ to their homes, to their countries more quickly than maybe would have happened otherwise. Secondly, look at Stephen's last words in Acts chapter 7, verse 60, where he says, Lord, do not hold the sin against them. Even though we may go through some very, very challenging times, we can still hold strong to the truth of Christ, reflect his love, and reflect his forgiveness even to those who are hurting us most. And I'd like to think that Paul had Stephen's example to reflect on when he was going through some of his persecutions later on in his ministry as well, given that he was present and saw not just that Stephen died, but how he died and what he said as he was dying. I would like to think that that was a great example that Paul could look back on when he was going through his struggles as well. And thirdly, there may be times when we have to leave a bad or a dangerous situation, but that doesn't mean that we have to leave everything behind and not take the good with us. Um, I've relocated a number of times, my family uh, and I relocated just within the last year. There's always been a lamp by my chair. Um, the lamp that was by my chair in my old house is by my chair in the new house. That lamp can light up wherever I put the lamp. It may be a different place. The circumstances may be different, um, but we can still shine God's light and God's word and his love. And they're worthy of sharing in all places and in all circumstances. And so the story of Stephen has some tragic elements, but I think of it as a great encouragement as a believer. I hope that you will too. God bless.